What's good, baby? Yeah, it's time to go. Come and kick it with the host with the most mojo. Got the number one daily podcast in the game. MC Maddie Pace, I came to entertain. Your one-stop shop for everything dope. Make you laugh, make you think, and I'll even give you hope. So while you're laid back with your phone in your palm, subscribe and log on, MaddieMoShow.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, kicking off episode 980, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 980, fresher than a brand new Mercedes. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening download. No. But without any further ado, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 980, the one that is fresher than a brand new Mercedes. Why? Because tonight we're talking about here we go. Who? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. Episode 980 entitled Here We Go. Who? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now the Mercedes has absolutely nothing to do with the show other than it just rhymes with episode 980. But tonight's episode of Here We Go Who is all about those college teams that you hear about and you have absolutely no idea what the hell they are. You know what I'm saying? Like the mommy said it, the Spanish mommy said it the best. What the hell is a Sooner? You know what I mean? Like a Oklahoma Sooner. Like a Gator, a Florida Gator, I get it. You know what I mean? It makes perfect sense. But like the Oregon Ducks, you know what I mean? Like why the Ducks? Is our Ducks native to Oregon? Things like that, man. How about the Banana Slugs? You ever heard of the Banana Slugs? Of course you haven't, but you're about to understand exactly why they have the name that they have and what the hell their mascot even looks like. Because growing up for me, man, going to high school, I remember that our team mascot was the Astros, you know, because our town out here is known for Alan B. Shepard. Now, <laughs> I don't expect anyone to know who Alan B. Shepard is, but he he was huge in space, like big astronaut, you know what I'm saying? We also have uh, Christy McAuliffe, who was the first female astronaut, so as you can tell, we're very space-themed down here, you know what I'm saying? So the Astros, man, that is what we used to cheer, you know, and even before that, in middle school, I remember we'd go, here we go, Bears, here we go, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, I just, you know, man, we had so many great names for our mascots, but I can understand how you might not understand what the Astros Astros are, but you would definitely think that maybe they have something to do with space, which they did. Now, these colleges that I am about to give to you, which by the way, I thought of this idea last night when I was like half awake, half asleep. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to do like weirdest college names out there, but I was like, you know what? I can't think of many college names besides like online colleges that might have weird names, but I definitely know that there are some weird college mascots. So I wanted to talk all about that today. So I hit up the internet. You know, the ye old internet, trusty internet, man. And I went to Thrillist.com. Now, if you don't know anything about Thrillist.com, man, their write-ups are absolutely hilarious. Now, this one in particular I found from 2017, but it was so well done that I just, you know, I couldn't go with a more recent one. And it's by T.M. Brown of Thrillist.com in an article entitled 12 of the Weirdest Team Names in College Sports Explained. So if you're a big college buff, by the way, if you love college sports this one is perfect for you and even if you just don't love college sports this one's still gonna be pretty entertaining so here we go from the top college sports teams aren't exactly a bastion <laughs> I don't even know how to spell that 
College sports teams aren't exactly a bastion of creativity when it comes to names. Among Division I schools, there are 10 Wildcats, including Arizona, Kansas State, and Davidson. 15 Bulldogs like Georgia, Butler, and Fresno State. 12 Tigers from Princeton to Memphis to Clemson. And 15 Eagles, including Niagara's Purple Eagles and Southern Miss's Golden Eagles. But beneath that pile of traditional zoo animals sits a handful of hilarious exceptions. From angry vegetables to yellow slugs to purple cows, here are some of the strangest and most original team names in all of college sports. So here we go. First up on the list, we have Western Kentucky University Hilltoppers. Looks like a whammy who really let itself go. Behind the name, WKU goes by the Hilltoppers because you guessed it, the campus is perched on top of a hill in Bowling Green. Weirder is the giant red, uh, thing that haunts the sidelines of every Hilltoppers games. Student Ralph Carey created the mascot back in 1979 to reflect both the spirit of the school and its team name, but we're not sure Big Red espouses anything but genuine confusion among all those who gaze upon his darkened bond. Now, once again, that is the West Kentucky University Hilltoppers, and I can definitely agree, man, this shit looks wild. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I don't know how this could pump up anybody in college unless there are already three sheets to the win, which I imagine for that school, they definitely are because the word championship is found nowhere in their history books. Now, next up, we have University of California at Santa Cruz, aka the Banana Slugs. That's right. If you heard me say Banana Slugs on the intro of the show, man, then you were probably like, what the hell is a Banana Slug? <laughs> so, now, Thrillist describes it as, it looks like half flick from a bug's life and half slurms Mackenzie from Futurama. So get that little mixture in your head, and that's exactly what a banana slug looked like. Now, behind the name, UCSC is known more for its stunning backdrop and laid-back atmosphere than its athletics. So in the 1970s, the school's club started calling themselves the Banana Slugs. The name hasn't been without some controversy, though. When the school joined Division III Athletics in 1980, the college's chancellor attempted to make their mascot the Sea Lion, thinking that the creature was more legitimate than its forebear. Students revolted, and in 1986, they voted overwhelmingly to adopt the Banana Slug as their official mascot. Also, John Travolta wore a Banana Slug shirt in Pulp Fiction, which should be enough to enshrine their slimy yellow dudes in the Mascot Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? So that's actually a pretty dope fact, man. John Travolta, if you remember the scene when they're in the diner, him and Samuel L. Jackson sitting down, that shirt that he put on after because, you know, there was so much blood spray and bloodshed in that movie, man, the banana slug shirt, and I didn't realize it until just now, so next time y'all watch Pulp Fiction on his shirt, check it out, that is a banana slug, and if you want to take a look, man, you can actually go Google Images, the banana slugs, and they sell shirts with it on them, you know what I'm saying, like, I think I'm about to purchase one, and there is no way, shape, or form that I'm supporting a Division Three school, but other than that, man, next up, we have St. Louis University Billikens, now, this Billiken looks 
like the Buddha and also George Burns. Behind the name, so first things first, Abilikin is a good luck figure akin to the red and white Daruma dolls in Japan. The Abilikin was invented by an American illustrator named Florence Pretz in 1908 and according to school legend adopted by St. Louis University's football team not long after when the squad realized their coach John Bender bore an uncanny resemblance to the charmed creature. The Billiken will no doubt be an answer at a bars trivia night at some point in your life so you're welcome in advance for that one. Once again that was the St. Louis University Billikens ladies and gentlemen there you have it. Next up this one for me I think takes the cake. California State University Long Beach Dirt Bags. That's right ladies and gentlemen you heard that right Dirt Bags. What does that look like? The Dirt Bags don't have a mascot but we assume it would look like Scumbag Steve if they did. We all know a Scumbag Steve. <laughs> now behind the name of the Long Beach Dirt Bags sometimes the unofficial team names are a heck of a lot better than the sanctioned ones. Take the Cal State Long Beach Dirt Bags official university team name the 49ers. <laughs> oh my goodness. The school's baseball team has been a powerhouse since the early 90s. Since 2010 they produced more major league players including Troy Tulowitzki, Evan Longoria, and Jared Weaver than any other college. But back in 1989 the team was a relatively obscure ragtag squad that practiced an all dirt field with a home stadium. The scrappiness that developed on that glorified sandlot led to a dream season where the team won its first 18 games and went to the college world series. Ever since then they've been known as the Dirtbags, a moniker that every player who takes the field in gold and black is proud to embody. So pretty interesting facts on what it means to be a California State University Long Beach Dirtbag. You know what I'm saying? So there you have it man. Like I said there are some crazy ones and there's only a few left. Leading into our next one is the Delta State University fighting okra. Now this looks like if Squidward and Jalapeno had a love child and the kid always wore boxing gloves. That's right. Can't get that out of your head now that I said it. Now behind this team name the Mississippi Institution officially goes by the Statesman which snooze but sports fans know them better as the fighting okra thanks to a particularly rambunctious iteration of the school's baseball team who started attending basketball games and got bored of the vanilla mascot. The baseball players wanted something green, southern, and ugly hence the fighting okra was born. Old timers in the alumni group didn't like the name at first but the student body lobbied hard to keep the angry vegetable and now it adorns everything from sweatshirts to necklaces at the campus bookstore and I'm sure you could also get that online so one more time that was the Delta State University fighting okra. Next up we have the Williams College Purple Cows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes the Williams College Purple Cows which looks like if Grimace started a farming co-op in rural Massachusetts. Now behind the name the Williamstown Massachusetts Liberal Arts College is consistently near the top of national school rankings in academics but their team isn't winning any mascot contest that is for sure. Williams team officially go by the F's since it was founded by Colonel Ephraim Williams but when it came time to vote on a mascot for the college's sports teams in 1907 the students chose the title of a comedy magazine popular on campus at the time. The purple cow mascot's name Ophelia of course. So there you have it the purple cows Williams College straight out of Williams
Williamstown, Massachusetts, baby. Next up, we have the New York University Violets. What do they look like? Wait, they're called the Violets, but the mascot is a bobcat? You know what I'm saying? This is worse than Stanford and the dumb looking tree. But how did they get that name? Well, apparently there are competing schools of thought as to where NYU's team got its unique nickname. One side thinks it's an homage to the beds of violets that were planted in front of many of the campus original buildings, while others think it's philosophical tribute to the Flower of Athens, that historical center of knowledge in ancient Greece. Regardless of where the name comes from, everyone can agree that a flower isn't going to strike fear into the hearts of many rivals, if anyone, even if the plant could fight somehow. You know what I'm saying? In fact, when the school relaunched their basketball team in the 80s after a long hiatus and put anthropomorphic flower on the sidelines, the squad was so embarrassed that the following year, NYU officially changed the mascot to a bobcat. So there you have it. The Violets even know they have a bobcat as a mascot. I don't really get it, but that's the story behind it. Next up, Evergreen State College Geoducks. You know what I'm saying? Now, what the hell is a geoduck? I don't even know, but it looks like a weird looking pickle that somehow found a jacket made out of clamshells. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn, that is one hell of a description. Shout out to Thrillers for this one, man. So behind that name, Evergreen State College is a pretty progressive and peaceful place, and the school leaders needed a mascot that would match the general vibe of the Olympia Washington Institution. Enter the geoduck, pronounced gooey duck. So I guess we were saying it named the whole wrong, which is another problem with this damn half-ass mascot. The giant clam, it's neither gooey nor a duck, reflects the flexibility, tranquility, and environmentally attuned nature of the school. It also looks hilarious, which is really what is important here. You know what I'm saying? Not only did that thing have all the reflexive flexibility, the tranquility, the environmentally attuned nature. Sounds like they were on a bunch of LSD when they came up with this name. Geoducks, gooey ducks, not even a duck. What a weird mascot. You know what I'm saying? But next up on our list of crazy ass mascot names for schools, University of Evansville Purple Aces. Now, what does this look like? You would probably think what I think, just a purple ace like in a deck of cards. But it looks like if Scoops Callahan experienced a spiritual awakening at Paisley Park. Behind the name, if there's one mascot that looks like it hasn't been updated since its creation, it's Ace Purple from the University of Evansville. The team name originated in the 1920s when the school trounced the University of Louisville in basketball, leading the opposing coach to remark that the Evansville coach had five aces up his sleeve. That comment, combined with the college's traditional purple and white color scheme, birthed a new nickname and later, the creation of the mustachoid mascot. Even though the dapper dude looks like an old-timey reporter, Ace Purple is actually a riverboat gambler who exemplifies the cunning, daring, quick wit, and shrewd judgment that defines the school's team. So there you have it, the University of Evansville Purple Aces. Next up, University of Akron Zips. Now, what does this look like? I have no idea. I'm, I'm just getting like a zipper on a pair of jeans. You know what I'm saying? But apparently, it looks like a goofy kangaroo for some reason. Now, behind the name of the University Akron Zips, even though this university is cheered on by a female kangaroo named Zippy, the school's team name is actually an homage to one of the the city's original industries. BF Goodrich is known mostly for tires nowadays, but back in the 20s, the company many 
manufactured rubber overshoes called zippers which the college adopted as their official team name in 1927 and later shortened it to the zips the marsupial was chosen to serve as a school's mascot in the 1950s fun fact zippy is one of only eight female college mascots in the united states so there you have it a pretty cool tip and not that weird but kind of weird you know what i'm saying just a little bit but <laughs> you know what it's not the worst on the list after those little yellow banana slugs or whatever they were next up whittier college poets now this mascot looks like a founding father who had a serious cosmetic surgery addiction behind the name the origin of the california college's team nickname is pretty straightforward the school's founder was the quaker poet and prominent abolitionist john greenleaf whittier he's also the namesake of the city in recent years they've adopted the slogan fear the poet which doesn't really make sense unless you have a strong aversion to goose feather quill pens so there you have it the whittier college poets not really that cool more cunning than anything you know pretty creative but really not something that like i'd like to throw on my back as a as a university goer you know what i mean it's just it's just not doing anything for me now last but certainly not least on our list of 12 is wichita state university shockers looks like if a shriveled carrot applied self-tanner in movie theater butter substitute yellow that's right pretty gross looking <laughs> pretty gross looking if i don't say so myself behind the name of this crazy university shockers the shockers trace their roots back to the turn of the 20th century when the football team's manager learned that many of his athletes made money harvesting or shocking wheat in the offseason hence their mascot who shock is a muscle bound stock of wheat which is a lot more threatening when you think about how much wheat there is in Kansas and what would happen if they somehow all sprouted legs and started hitting the gym. So there you have it, the Wichita State University Shockers amongst 11 other names on our list of the 12 weirdest names in college sports explained. All compliments once again by Thrillist.com and TM Brown. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, a very entertaining one, and I hope you enjoyed it and, you know, got a little something more from these colleges besides their curriculum but their bad choice in mascots so there you have it if you have any other questions feel free to hit me up at mattymoshow.com but stick around however because the show isn't quite over yet the final thought is coming at you live in three two one let's get it don't ever let someone's criticism stifle your own creativity. Just because you may have a unique vision doesn't mean it's wrong or even right. It means that it's simply you. If people spent half the time they spend critiquing themselves instead of others, the world would be a better place. Be the person you are and embrace every bit of what makes you, you. Life is too short to try and be someone you're not. Live each day to the fullest and never count yourself out. You've got this. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So there you have it. A dope little episode 980 fresher than a new Mercedes. You know what I'm saying? I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope you all are having a beautiful week. And I hope you all tuned in to me last night. And if you didn't, well, just let this roll right into that one, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? Tomorrow is a new day as well. So I hope to see you back. But as for right now, this is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show. The host, the most mojo saying one life, one love. I'm out.